So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. It's an S-Pod thing. The podcast revisiting S-Club 7's insane TV show. Yeah, I can't imagine anyone's binge watched this. Anyone who's not on drugs. <laughs> Thank you for bringing this into my life. Uh, it was honestly <laughs> truly appalling. Guests help me analyse the show in more detail than anyone ever asked for. It feels weird to me to say the phrase sex object in a show that <laughs> was aimed at six-year-olds. Do you think, do you think this is one of the problems with this show is that seven is too much? It's an S-Pod thing from Great Big Owl. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hi. It's the Curse of Strictly podcast, I suppose. Uh. You all right? I don't see the point of going on, really. <laughs> Neither do I. I'm Julia. He's Joel. Let's talk about the results show for semi-final week. <laughs> I'm going to pretend that last week was the final. Okay. And that everyone won. Everyone's won, except for because, Jamie. Because that's the thing we need this year. We don't need someone being sent home and Jamie staying there. Oh, my God, I'm so upset. He's like Trump. He won't go. Don't say he's that. He's barricading said that... himself in. Mm, you said that with the certainty of knowing that he's coming back in 2024 to rule us all again. I think he's, he's, he's refusing to accept. Basically, if the judges did throw him out, he'd just stay. I think he would, wouldn't he? With the entitlement of the posh. He'd demand a recount. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Stop the, the problem. Vote. Stop the vote. Anyway, we we don't want to bleak you out. We've got to, we still want to do an episode. We've got dances to talk about. Let's get Jamie and Karen out the way first. Oh God, love her. Karen's doing a brilliant job. I just oh, it sticks in my craw to even talk about him. Um, so they were doing a quick step for their second dance, and this was the barn dance, wasn't it? Yeah, this is <laughs> the uh, odd hoedown. They did. Thank God, I'm a country boy, didn't they? And it's. Uh, I thought it was going to be Cotton Eye Joe for a minute. Yes, I was quite yes. The rednecks. That would have been good because they have done that before. They've done Cotton Eye Joe. I forget who did it now, oh, but yeah, brilliant. yeah. And it opened with a lot of CGI. It I was did. hoping to see the crocodile again. There was a whole barnyard of animals. It was brilliant. <laughs> it was like he was trapped inside don't know, Animal Crossing or something. Yeah. Great. Sort of slightly shonky retro Nintendo graphics of a farmyard that's yeah, good yeah exactly um, there, there was a little bit was the judges talking they had some VT of the judges talking before the dances as well this time and um, Motsi was talking about his enthusiasm Shirley was talking about his consistency it should be 666 let's be honest <laughs> so he was doing the steps again he did all the steps that I could tell that were supposed to be done he did that and there was no detectable heart. And he looked a bit cross. I can say the same thing about every dance. They'll give him the same mark for every dance. He is wasting a spot in the final. Oh, it was so an, angry. It was another week three dance. Mm. Even down to the fact that it was like a novelty sort of country hoedown number. Because it, it was supposed to be a quick step, wasn't it? Yeah. But basically, even Craig said it was a hoedown. Yes. And it's the kind of thing you give to the comedy person who can't really dance. Yeah. It's the an head balls of a dance. It's yeah. an early 
one you give to a politician or a journalist and they kind of forced karen to wear pigtails even though she clearly yeah. has avoided wigs for the whole series so far she looked, like, like, looked like a girl no, she looked like jesse not she a did. jesse he looked like a jesse <laughs> she looked like jesse from toy story he looked like woody from cheers yeah like a sort of little village idiot hayseed and it, it was really weird. It was a strange dance to do this late in a semi-final. Is that the, the deciding dance? Like you said, it's week three. A comedy routine which he can just stump again. He can stomp and jump through. Yeah. And and get through by this strange story we've got, which is like he's making this his own. And he goes, yeah. can you just, can you show us some soul? Just no warmth at all. I've got here, I'm probably, by this time I was really like angry. But Motsi said something, she did mention something about his warmth. But maybe, or maybe that was me just saying I can't detect any yeah. but, and putting words I know. I, I think Motsi did say, did say warmth. Mm. Um, and you're thinking, where, where is it coming from? I mean, obviously, he's where hot, are they picking that sweaty? up? Sweaty? I, I don't know. know. Yeah, he's certainly sweating. I and mean, it was great because they were dressed in matching tea towels, which was quite <laughs> nice. Uh, and he was just like. I don't think there's anything else we need to say about that. He's yeah. in the final. He shouldn't be. He got. Guess what score? What, Three, what did he get? What did he get? Eight. Three, eight. Eight, eight and eight. So he got another 24. He literally cannot improve on that. Um, if if they give him, oh, he's in the final tens next week, yeah. I will literally put a boot through the television. I don't think he will, because I think what's happening here is, again, as we said in the first part, he is banging his head on having been put into Bill's story. Mm. And Bill's story is the novelty guy who's a bit kooky and a bit quirky and gets uh, the fun things. And meanwhile, Bill is is sort of streaking away over mm-hmm. the horizon doing things with that traditional strictly story that have not been done before yeah exactly and it just feels this feels a bit old-fashioned his story his arc yeah it really does they didn't have anything specifically great to say about it apart from you turned up you did the steps well done I'm anyway wa- i am wondering whether he is getting rewarded for being a good pupil right which is the kind of thing that would appeal to the judges and we at home might not see that obviously the thing you're saying he's diligently doing the steps maybe that is what they get annoyed with when someone is full of character and things but isn't mm. diligently doing the steps maybe he's judge bait i don't know he's not is. he is not being judged as the others are and i no. still cannot work out why i think your theory of the gas is probably the closest <laughs> to the truth anyway now we move on to brilliant brilliant ranveer and giovanni yes um her latin dancers have always caused her the most trouble her her obviously ballroom fame is un- unimpeachable but when she has to do something a little bit more um extrovert yeah and showbiz she does slightly less well she had a jive to do um to candy man which is a very kind of cheeky number and they, it all started off looking like a Jean-Paul Gaultier ad with um, yes. Giovanni flexing his muscle. That's become a meme overnight now. Everyone has got like a gif of him like <laughs> pumping his bicep. And like, you can understand why he's it in excellent great. shape. And it looked great. The whole thing, the, the hooped sweaters and the sort of the, the design of it was really nice. The sailor nice. thing was good. They, yeah. they set everything up to really help her yeah. and to make it really fun. And again, she had one of her lovely solo starts. Yes. It was showing off, oddly, what she can do. But I think it was sad to see her, again, at a, at this point where she could go out, yeah, not have something which she absolutely smashed. And something that knocked her confidence. And having yeah. already been picked up on her footwork in uh, the earlier in the evening for her waltz by Craig, who sort of went quite hard in on her on that. Um, obviously, her confidence wasn't at the top of its powers anyway. And then this happened. Um, the scoring for this dance, frankly, though, was, I just thought, unnecessarily hard yeah she um, she was what you were seeing was her dancing against type in a thing she was having to try hard to do 
And if there was anything that was wrong with her performance, it wouldn't be what you'd normally see was wrong with the performance, which is someone tensing up. Yeah. She just seemed quite comfortable. And I think that that meant it lacked a bit of energy. Yeah. But if you were a judge, you'd be going, you'd be expecting her to screw it up. I know. But she didn't screw it up. She totally she just lacked a did bit not. Of pep. And the scoring didn't reflect that at all. I think um, it, it was fair enough to say that the, her, her footwork wasn't maybe punchy enough. Yeah. That she, but and, and the, you know, Shirley kind of hit the nail on the head. She always finds this with, if a jive isn't going well, your your weight's not in the right place. So the, your weight should be forward, apparently, for a jive, and that enables you to stay balanced while you're flick, flick, kick, kick. And uh, Ranvish, she said her weight was too far back. Um, obviously, she's so used to that ballroom frame where she's throwing her weight back that she just yeah. didn't get out of the habit. And she... They're doing two dances in a week. She's got to do half the week in perfect ballroom frame, yes. leaning back, and then suddenly it's a big adjustment to make. I wonder if that's a skill you learn as a dancer, like you do as we were saying about Dave Archer's band. Yeah. To be able to sort of quickly switch from one mode to another. Yeah. It's something I bet takes loads of experience I to switch so. from one musical style to another. And yeah, actually, weirdly, if you can say anything about this performance, it was her doing a jive while her brain was still in a waltz. I'm pretty sure that was probably part of the problem. Craig said the dance didn't suit you, um, but he did say your face sold it and your body didn't. So yeah. basically that her performance skills are great but when it comes to Latin, what she has to do to get her body to work as a Latin machine, she she can't do as easily. And that's just, you know, unfortunate. But I still enjoyed the dance. And like you said, she didn't put a foot wrong. No. Um, they just they just didn't like the energy of it. Craig gave her a five. Not on. What? Is, is he sniffing glue? Like genuinely five. Where did that come from? And Motsi or Shirley gave her a six. Um, I think it was Shirley, actually. Shirley, yeah. And then Motsi gave her a seven. But that is just... I mean, I've just got question marks drawn all around the uh, notes for for that part. For a slightly... What was a slightly flat, late Latin dance, which she was doing very competently, my brain went, this is a sevens. Yeah. This is what everyone else is getting... If if the new bog standard for a slightly disappointing stiff by the numbers dance is yeah. eights all the way for then Jamie, then she should be getting that. Then yeah, if you want to punish her for being a bit flat, then it's about five. No, it 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 takes the piss, and it just sort of I don't know. It's it somehow just disallows all the brilliant scores and all the brilliant dances she's she's yeah. performed before. They're rewriting history a little bit. It maybe just doesn't make sense. After Jamie's gas wears off, maybe it leaves a bad taste ah. in the mouth and it was making Craig quite cross. Oh. What's that taste? He said, because I imagine that probably he... Probably had a headache. Jamie must release spores like a triffid or something. <laughs> like, poof, like that. Biscuit crumbs, maybe. And you breathe the biscuit crumbs in and then yeah. you suddenly feel well disposed to him. And then when, when they pass, the next person who comes up you're quite hostile to. I think you're probably right. That's probably the science. Follow the science is what I say. Yeah. Then we move on to Bill and Otie, who did their tango to Enter Sandman by Metallica. Right, we're just saying this has been worth the whole series. Absolutely. Not even for the dance, which was good, but for being able to say that. Completely. And also, if you haven't yet seen it, you should have seen it by now. It's been all over the internet uh, this week. Then track down... um, so the, as part of Bill's stage act, sometimes he does a lot of musical stuff. So he'll bring instruments on stage and do musical comedy, but funny musical comedy. Guy's a genius. And uh, he does actually play Enter Sandman on um, car horns. Brilliant. And he did that in the training room to surprise Oti. And she was just like <laughs> dying, laughing. It was so funny. Um so, yes, he obviously already has a bit of an attachment to this song. And he still has the metal hair, which they unleashed for this dance. Um, any, and- doubts, any doubts you had before they came up, I thought, oh, this would be a novelty thing. It won't work as a tango. Of course it works as a tango. It it's brilliant. aggressive. Brilliant. And it's stompy. And it's exactly what it should be. Oh, it's just great. And also, you know, the thing we were saying about him taking it seriously and trying to do, you know, do the performance. Or sometimes you're saying that the fact he's taking it seriously makes you laugh. I, I wrote down and I think I grabbed your sleeve at one point and said, I believe. 
believe him. Yes. Because he really looked like he was in, like submerged in that dance. Even though it's a really funny choice of song and... Um, it could have potentially been the Oliver Hardy, you know, yeah. trying to be serious thing. It, it was convincing. It, and it got a camp. standing ovation. What it was, it wasn't camp. Studio. It had a really nice feel about it, which is one of the things that's really funny and delightful about heavy metal as an ex-heavy metal fan yeah. is the true believer thing. Mm-hmm. The true metal, the doing the devil's horns. They go, this is real rock. And he and got down was, at one point and air guitared on oh, one knee. And there was a big CGI dance. Gibson Explorer yeah. on the floor. Yeah. And I flames. love that you know what guitar it was. It was the proper, it was, it was the right guitar. Mm. It was brilliant. But yeah, and it's great. And it's it, and it's a terrific riff. It's a really, really good uh, tritone riff. It's really, really good. It's got, it's got all the right notes in it for it to be really catchy. Um, that is a heavy metal song that people do know. Oh, our cat's just come in. Hello, Smudge. Hello, cat. Are you disappointed <laughs> about, about Ranveer as well? Yeah, I She's gutted. Look at her. Her tail's down. Oh, oh. I All know. of nature is in mourning. <laughs> but uh, Ben and Oji, doing that, I think the great thing was they did it and, and there was no camp about it. It was done really sincerely. And... I was on Twitter and metal fans were going, that's what we want. It had a real sense of going, this is for everybody. And that Bill wasn't doing it as a joke. He's not someone in a Ramones t-shirt who hasn't heard the Ramones. This is a song he really loves. Completely. And he got to combine that with it and and bring Oti with him into his world. It was just, it was lovely. It was, it was a delight, wasn't it? So inclusive. Motsi and Shirley both called it epic. Mm -hmm. Um, They loved his attitude. They said there were some questionable issues with his balance and footwork. Obviously, I didn't notice I was having too much fun. His feet were on the monitor. That's fine. That's where they should be throughout. <laughs> right up, one foot up all the time. Um, and, and Craig Revel Hall was, was delighted, said he loved it. Is the tango ready for Bill Bailey? Like he, it was, it was... There was a great moment where uh, Shirley was negative and Craig demanded that the audience boo Shirley. Oh, that's Shirley, right. That's right. Because brilliant. they never do. <laughs> Why didn't you boo her? And so that all, all came part of the, the, the idea that this was a really fun one. A really bold choice for a late, Yes, uh, it is. Entry. And again, but a, but a good choice, I Uniquely think. because Bill has found a new story to tell, which is to be one of the sort of the joke contestants and go all the way. Yeah. So basically, you can carry on bringing all those new ideas and saying, should we try something different? Because he, in his heart, probably thinks, I shouldn't be here this late. Can yeah. I get away with this? I know. And he completely aced it. And again, the band, the quick shot of Dave Arch playing that riff. Yeah. And the smile on his face. The band were obviously enjoying Completely themselves so much it. being asked to do yeah. this. It was just, it was a it was a brilliant brilliant way to to finish his uh, part of this episode. Um, I I knew he'd he'd probably do a really good tango, but that was beyond my expectations. I just adored it. It had a great feel. Again, the CGI I think made it much more. Uh, it really helped with that. It looked like Guitar Hero. It looked like the video game, the, the big guitar on the ground, like you had in Guitar Hero. Yeah. There was a feeling of going to people in the audience, I know you're going to think this is going to be like a shouty heavy metal song, but it yeah. went, oh, actually, you know this one. It was great. Really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so next we move on to uh, Maisie and Gorka doing their Viennese waltz. And there was some business with a guitar as well. They they incorporated a guitar into this routine, but not as successfully, I feel. Don't follow Bill Bailey's <laughs> Enter Sandman. We're trying to bring your, your little your little busker guitar from, from where you went backpacking. <laughs> You're not going to beat the explorer on the floor. But this was a very, very sweet routine. It was very sort of, it, was, it looked very simple, but very, very beautiful. It really showcased her skill. Um, but not massively memorable for like a semi-final. I mean, it was, I, I loved it. I think she's so slick. What? I suddenly realised again. I think towards the end of the this this run, you're starting to see what everyone's story is. Yeah. Which is why Jamie's feel so unconvincing. I think is that you know what Ranveer's story. Ranveer's story is the fantasy for the mums and exactly. the, the beautiful falls in love with the beautiful dance teacher. Yeah. And I only realised this time around what Maisie is doing. She is Disney princess. Ah, uh, yes. And she is there for all the all the little girls, all the people, who, all the Disney fans watching, who've got the fantasy of this swirling, twirling, 
animated. She's got a Disney princess cartoon face with the big eyes, really expressive. It's like watching Anna do well or Ariel from The Little Mermaid. (laughs) She's got, because she was a child star of things, the the dream there is one day you'll be a beautiful princess and get to dance on television. Yeah, completely. And this was a, a perfect example of that story working for her. It was proper fairy tale stuff, yeah. wasn't it? And the judges were similarly entranced. Um, Craig said her footwork was much improved again because that was the one thing they picked her up on, yeah. I think, a week or two ago, where they were just saying, oh, you're so amazing and flashy, but actually, come on, ladylike, nice toes, naughty toes. <laughs> and she she's completely just... Dis- she can discipline every single muscle in her body to do what it's told, but when she puts her mind to it. She escalates as well, which we said, I think, last time we did one of these, where she starts the routine and it stops being impressive, but they put these grace notes in that you think, we don't need to do that, little yeah. flash things. And then towards the end of all her routines, there's more energy. She Because she's young, she can find these little reserves she of energy. Can. Oh, what so must that did, be like? She did, oh. these little sort of, she did some splits right at the end, like it was almost a last oh, yes. beat. And you yes. went, wow, just when you think you'd be tiring, you throw in something. Where she yeah. has to pull herself back Yeah, her, again. her routines sort of have a lovely pace, which a lot of the other people can't do, which is they get more and more dense towards yeah. the end. They're lovely. And Shirley said she, her, bod- her body was a musical instrument. Yeah. which is, I think, actually really good description yes. of how when you watch her, you feel like she's absolutely plugged into what you can hear and what you, she, it's reflected in what she what she gives on the dance floor. It's just um, There's something nice natural about, talent. I know people sort of say this, that, that old come dancing was just watching people who are excellent and now we're watching people who aren't very good mm. to try and be excellent. But there's, a, there, there's two reasons why you watch a, a strictly routine. One is to see someone do something you didn't think they could do. Yes. And the other one is when someone just finds they're really, really good at this, that's a pure pleasure. And she's just very... I never feel she's going to fall over. No, no. I never feel she's going to do it badly. I never feel Craig's going to be cross with her. It's a, never. You need a couple of people in the, the lineup who just... You go, oh, safe pair of feet. And she's just... It makes it really enjoyable to watch. Completely. She's brilliant. Maisie said this was her hardest dance as yeah. well. I thought it was really interesting because you can't tell. One of the things she's really good at she is makes just it hiding... Easy how hard she's paddling under the water and she, she's got that grace yeah. and oh, she's oh, good magic it's very very good so the judges agreed Craig still stingy there gave her a 9 <laughs> uh, the other two gave, them, gave her a 10 so um, that was one of the highest scores of the night but not the highest score of the night I'm Keza McDonald. And I'm Ellie Gibson. And this is our new show, Extra Life. It's basically us talking to funny people about video games. When I was a kid, it was Grand Theft Auto. There's Sinclair ZX Spectrum. We talk about the games people remember from when they were kids and what they're playing now. Guitar Hero. The Last of Us 2. Combat on the Atari 2600. No, I love Pokemon. Anyway, find us anywhere you get your podcasts. Extra Extra Life. And to close the show, we had... Harvey and Jeanette dancing to Another Day of Sun from La La Land. What style of dance was this? I didn't scribble it down. Very unprofessional of me. I think I might have been quite drunk by this stage. Joel. I think they were doing a Charleston. Oh, were they? Yeah, That's right. We're traditionally always potential to score big on a Charleston because it's charming and difficult. But together. let's say brave here, because normally with a Charleston, they get away with doing something a bit retro. Yes. Um, and they do it, make it 20s or goofy or sort of a thoroughly modern Millie kind of yes, vibe. Yes, a jazz era thing. And because La La Land is a retro thing, but set now, yeah. I thought it was a really interesting modern Charleston. as in they'd modern? Actually, they'd, they'd, not, they'd not <laughs> draped it in sort of those trappings. And they said... I think it really suited them in that he's a modern sort of pop star. Yeah. And it made it very his generation rather than sort of something for your nans. I thought it was nice to say Charleston that didn't do that. I suppose so. I think I came, obviously it was an incredible skill. It was was executed perfectly as you'd expect with those two. Um, It looked really difficult, but not, not that they were finding it difficult. It looked, the choreography looked very difficult. 
But I just never quite got my heart going somehow. Like I, I didn't no. flood with joy. And if, if you remember, that's exactly the same response I had to the film La La Land. Yes, it is. A <laughs> where bit I cold. just sort of went, hang on, they've started on a dance routine. Well, they haven't earned that. That's no good. No, 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 no. I was thoroughly distracted. And it got this worse is, from there. This is the song that they parody in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend as antidepressants are no big deal. So I just kept thinking they were going to break into that. My brain kept, kept thinking the end of the line was going to be about about uh, antidepressants. Nice. But yeah, it's not. Uh, but he did feel, again, because he wasn't done up as a 20s person, it felt a little bit more... It did feel quite cinematic. I mean, he had a, a bow tie cool. on, but he could have been a hipster. Yeah, it felt it was that. cool. Yeah. And actually, weirdly... I don't think he was wearing socks. <laughs> oh, my God. If I'd known that, I wouldn't have enjoyed it. But... <laughs> He looked weirdly because he's so rubbery and lithe, and yeah. he lo- weirdly he moves like a nineteen twenties cartoon. He's very. It looked like the mask. It looks like one of the routines that Jim Carrey <laughs> yes. does in the mask. Yeah, it has a sort of Tex Avery cartoon energy to it that I thought was quite charming. Yeah, I, I was just struck by it being one of the few Charlsons I've seen that didn't make me think of classic old movies. Yes, I know what nice. you mean. It was like updating, refreshing, it a bit. For- but just I mean flawlessly performed as he is reliable isn't he yeah and i and i think i mean he hasn't i mean hasn't put a foot wrong has he put a foot wrong i don't believe he has i don't know he just seems to be very very good at this yeah it doesn't look like he's uh you're always suspicious of people who are dancers and singers that they've ported over their skills from from sort of being in the Backstreet Boys yeah, or, well, or, or the Osmonds or whoever one, the children one of are into now. Modern bands, pop yes. groups are into the Wombles, whoever, whoever, <laughs> whatever he's from. Um, and it looked like he hasn't just ported those skills across. He's he's found a way of of combi- He's never not himself though. No, Again, no. no. Uh, we, with the, you sort of at the beginning think he's a bit bland or whatever, but weirdly, I know him now. Yeah, in a way that I sort of don't know, Jamie. Just, yes, exactly. There's He's, been a bit of a connection there when you're seeing seeing him in the context of his family yeah. or or just in the training room. He there's definitely a personality that's emerged. Yeah, and you're right with Jamie. It's just a lot of platitudes. And, and in terms of progress well, of flatline. Jeanette said that about him when she was interviewed afterwards. She said he's a role model. Yeah. I thought, actually, he is the perfect Saturday night Very much. person your mum's not heard of to be on Strictly, uh, like Joe Suggles last time around. He appears to be representing his age group and the new world of entertainment online <laughs> quite well. You, well, God, blow the dust off yourself, Grandad. Um, but <laughs> That's also, what they're there for. We you do, know it. <laughs> well, it's true. We do have to celebrate. Jeanette Manrara is in the frickin' final. Amazing. The spirit of Strictly should always have been in the final. Now she finally is. So anyone who took this wonderful woman to the final uh, is all right by me, yes. quite frankly. He celebrated his three tens and a perfect score by doing a forward roll, which was delightful. Exactly. I think Claudia called it a roly-poly. I, I <laughs> yes! To, I need to hear the words roly-poly <laughs> as often as possible on Saturday night to make you feel happy. So that was it. That was the end of uh, Saturday's show. Obviously, we know what happened tonight. Um... It's like a bell, like a tolling bell. I, th- I think that's how this podcast oh, ends, isn't God. it? What we promise, I would say, last series, Mark and I, I don't know, you know, the morning after Stri- the Strictly final, you're kind of like, oh, it's over. So we just didn't bother doing a last last episode. No. This year, we're going to do a last episode, unless Jimmy Biscuit somehow wins, in which case it will be an hour of a bell tolling and that's all you're getting. Sorry. I think you should just talk about a different programme. <laughs> They're showing all of Minder on ITV4. That's other quite side? cheery. Yes. There's a, there's a Christmas special of Minder called Minder on the Orient Express. Maybe that'll be on. There is not. I mean, God. I'm saying if, if Jimmy Biscuits wins, then uh, the Curse of Strictly podcast would just be about repeats yeah. of Minder or Lovejoy or something. Bearing, I mean, <laughs> Minder aside, yeah. and barring some kind of dreadful 2020 style catastrophe. <laughs> who, why would that? <laughs> stop it. Who do you want to win this here show? I think. 
if the judges let it go to a public vote, which is well, they have to. This is this is what happens. As now. in, like it becomes complicated because the whole point. <laughs> our friend John was saying about people say it's a fix. Of course, it's a fix. There's, there are judges. Yes, they will decide who goes through. Yeah. I think the public really, really like Bellinotti and the public would like Bellinotti to win. I it would be lovely. Right. That would be great. It would be I charming. Think, I don't want Jimmy Biscuits to win because he doesn't deserve to, regardless of how you feel about him. Yeah. I think either of the two youngsters are absolute strictly winners. Yeah. And in terms of the quality of their dancing, both deserve to win. And I actually really like them now. I had no interest in yes, for either sure. of them at the beginning. Uh, I think Bellinotti should be given a chance to go to the public because, again, like Ranveer, they are the spirit of Strictly. I have a feeling dancer. they are winning the public vote by a landslide every week yeah. and long may that continue, at least until next Saturday and yeah. then that's fine. Um, yeah, I think the fact that Biscuits is back in the dance-off again this week shows the public isn't behind him. He was high up the leaderboard yes. on Saturday and he still ended up uh, down the bottom. So now it is going over to the public. He cannot be expecting to win. I can't think, I mean, he's gotten this far, all bets are off, obviously, but I can't imagine now it's down to us, the viewers, what he would have to do to turn that tide because I think people aren't with him. I think what for home. a while it will look like Jimmy Bissett's going to win and he'll say they've got oh, to stop God. the vote <laughs> and then they'll count up all of Bill's postal all votes. All the mail-in votes, yes. And we'll have to yes. stay up all night doing it and it'll obviously. be great. <laughs> You're going to be like that man off CNN. Everyone's going to get obsessed with you for about 24 hours. It'll be amazing. But I, th- I think it will be, it might be one of those 2020 things where it looks like someone... <gasps> Those are someone's going to win, and then then they don't. But I, yeah, yeah. If it goes to the public, I'd be very surprised if it does do really well. Stop saying if it's definitely down I, to I, the I mean, public. So, I mean, considering it will go to the public, and it won't be done. Are you suggesting the they might change it just for this year, so that they, that their lord and master and future leader Jimmy Biscuits can triumph on the night? I think so. I think the point is that he'll right literally now, pay them to change the voting system. What's going on? We're all working for the one percent. And I think that part of that is now that Strictly now belongs to the one percent as well. It does, and they're they're it? kind of in charge. Everyone, everything else does. It might as well. Did it you enjoy democracy? Well. <laughs> it was nice, wasn't it? Because it's over now. It's oh God! <laughs> we haven't even mentioned. Obviously, Ran. So Ranveer went out. We haven't even. If you probably watched the show if you're listening to this. Yeah. Ranveer was in the dance off with Jimmy, and um, she was saved by Motsi and Motsi alone, and Craig and Shirley saved Jimmy. Yeah. And I and I'd assumed because we sometimes get the result before we've seen the Sunday show. Well, obviously we do. Um, I had assumed that they would be she'd be forced to do her jive again, but she didn't. She did her waltz again. For doing ones she was good at. And still went out to jit. So I mean I, I will actually well, go, I'm going to watch the results show quite closely with my nose pressed against the screen to see why on earth she'd be judged worse than that. I prong. think that's why it's even more important. With Ranveer, if Ranveer had got through to the final, mm. her, I had said throughout was the spirit of celebrity. Maybe she'd have split the lovely vote. I think that's it. She would have split it. But I think this is why it's important for Bill to win because the story of Strictly isn't, yeah. isn't necessarily... Posh boy plateaus and romps oh, off with the crown. That is definitely not. not that. <laughs> and sometimes it would be nice if it wasn't just young, lithe athletic expected brilliant person turns out to be lovely Mm. which is what has been a lot of the time where they do well naturally they're a great dancer be lovely if someone just took strictly on its own terms like bill's done Mm -hmm. rewrote it and gave us so much entertainment in a year where we've really needed it yeah absolutely well listen it's don't be downhearted we've still got the final to go (laughs) we're going to open a helpline for anyone who's struggling with um, what happened uh, tonight and we'll give you mark's mobile number that sounds fine doesn't it yeah we're going to put that on the we'll put we'll put it on the podcast uh, the 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 info underneath yeah just click on that give him a call he'll happily listen to you anytime day or night he would love to talk (laughs) to you about how angry you are (laughs) (laughs) anyway mark will be back next week i'm sure uh to tell us all about that (laughs) anyway lots of love thank you for listening and keep voting for bill 
Hello, I'm Justin. And I'm Lucy. And together we are the hosts of Plenty Questions. It's a very straightforward general knowledge quiz. We ask you 20 questions, one after the other, five second gap in between, and you shout the answers out. And then you tweet us to let us know how you've got on. See if you can get 20 out of 20. No one has so far, but that's because we haven't started doing it yet. Mm, but we will. Uh, and there's also going to be some fiendish brain teasers, so join us for Plenty, Plenty Questions. questions.